Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Dynasty the king, uh, king, uh. At this point in the year, you have no doubt gone out on the town and heard Mariah Carey streaming from every retail store. If you go to Starbucks, you know that peppermint mocha is in, pumpkin spice is gone, and that tells you that it has been a changing of the seasons. Christmas is in full swing, and my goodness, Dylan, on Monday Night Football, for me, in both Dynasty and Redraft, in a dramatic finish to Week 14, Christmas came, Christmas, I said that like Chris. I was about to say, Mus. who's Chris and who are Bro, you talking Bro, I, I, I got to be honest. I had, I, 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 I was, I was joined by an adult beverage to watch the game because I was stressing, dude. It was a stressful time for me. You can tell adult beverage. Bro, you were, <laughs> how many adult beverages did you have? No, I had, I had only one. I was pacing. Seriously, it's probably adrenaline more than anything. Let me just set the stage briefly. So in, in redraft league, it's been a playoff drought for me in this one redraft league I'm in. And most of the guys who are in it are also in yacht clubs. So a lot of rivalry there. I'm the points leader on the season, but I'm battling, you know, win and get in. I was up by like 26 points with Tajay Spears and Jalen Waddle left. I sneak by by 0.3 of a point. So I'm still checking stack corrections like as we record this show because I'm stressed there. Ooh. But more importantly, from a dynasty perspective, Nothing like week 14 brings a dynasty league together because everyone has a stake in the game. Whether or not you're going into playoffs is one thing, but I traded for an opponent's first round pick and they were on the bubble. If they won, that pick doesn't become a draft lottery pick. If they lose, it's a draft lottery pick and they probably add value to it through our consolation bracket. Our entire league was watching this match and they were going up against Derrick Henry and I believe also Jalen Waddle. Mm-hmm. And they had Saquon Barkley and Saquon Barkley scores two touchdowns, puts them up. It looks like it's over. They start celebrating in the chat, texting people left and right and out of nowhere. And we got to get into this game because Will Levis, he's my new hero, man. He only became villain of my entire fantasy career because Tajay, his passes to Tajay Spears not only almost kicked me out of redraft, but it seemed like they were going to not utilize Derrick Henry down the stretch. But Henry gets the last second touchdown to get two on the night. 
But Will Levis, the star of the show, 327 and one, one interception. This is a quarterback you've tied your destiny, your reputation to in Yacht Club. How impressed were you with his signature win? This is the, probably the biggest win other than his debut when he came out and threw four touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, this this is what I've been waiting for. Um, I mean, I wasn't really worried about him because the main thing that I saw when he pl- had that big four touchdown game was incredible. Even ever since then, you've seen the potential in him. Like if you're a true football watcher, if you truly understand not a fake football, football watcher, not a fake football watcher, like a, a solely a fantasy watcher. If you just watch mm-hmm. points and not skill, you will miss it. But if you actually look at Will Levis, I mean, how many throws did he make tonight that were just like, oh, they were dimes to DeAndre Hopkins. There was that one to Tajay Spears that he just dropped Down in the, the bucket. Yeah. yeah, that luckily fumbled out of bounds. But I mean, the dude has insane arm talent. He's resilient. And he showed tonight, dude, he is a dog, a dog. Dude, There's, they had no business winning that game after those two it like dumb mistakes and they come back in and will levis just bro i'm i'm impressed i mean this is why i put my name behind him because i know that talent wins out right and i knew that he yeah. had that talent and i knew that he would get his shot so I, I trust what i see i have a conviction i went out i put my money where my mouth is in yacht club right and i went and spent yeah, absolutely 25 did. first to go and get him so yeah I, I love what i saw no i mean here's here's what was crazy too like he was, first of all, in the first half of this game, and we have so much to talk about with, with Miami versus Tennessee, which, by the way, not a fan of the Monday Night Football doubleheaders oh, because brutal. it's it's split attention. Brutal. I'm like watching two games. I got multiple stakes yeah. going on, but highly entertained the whole time. But it seemed like it was a bit of a snoozer. They couldn't get a lot going on offense. Most of DeAndre Hopkins' production, Tajay Spears' production, came in the second half, no question. But even when the Titans were struggling to get something offensively going, Will Levis was like running people over trying to get first downs. Like I almost Bro. texted you like the man is, is Tim Tebow with actual arm talent because <laughs> you and I have both agreed. He does, he does have a cannon of an arm, does have lots of arm angles. The problem is to me, the supporting cast and, and what does the off season look like? I mean, I, I think it's going to get better for him, but well, I mean, how much we're going, in, we're going into a draft that is just absolutely loaded at wide receiver. Like no matter where you're at in the first round, second round like you're going to get a wide receiver like any of the wide receivers between the first second and maybe even midway through the third round would be wide receiver two on that team starting tomorrow like this is just a deep wide receiver class and i think they're gonna get him the help and just to go back to his so talent, are they, they going to move off of Traylon burks that quick you think i think you think it's no, done for Traylon no, burks at this point no no i don't think it's done he still has a chance to reassert himself reassert himself i mean he's just got to get past the injuries but i'm just saying like there's a lot of wide receivers that today the trey lombergs that we see that will come in and be better than that <laughs> like that can produce probably a yeah. lot quicker than trey lombergs has um so but going back to, to will levis's talent i just think like will levis we saw him kind of go like he had that four touchdown game and then ever since it's just been kind of meh yeah. from like a production standpoint especially from yeah. fan for fantasy a lot but, of games I mean, without touchdowns, yeah. A lot of games without touchdowns, but he shouldn't. He really sh- probably shouldn't have started this year. If we're being honest, like he probably no. should have sat a year. And I think that was kind of the expectation. But to see him actually progressing and come out and win a game like this, this has got to be huge, especially for him. I don't think it was bad that he started this year. When I'm when I say no, is that they didn't plan for him to start this year. I mean, right. that was he. He clearly had very few, if any, reps with the ones. Uh, Mike Vrabel was very clear about that. Rich Eisen highlighted that. Uh, really well in an episode of the Rich Eisen show. You should check it out. But going to the other side of the ball with the Miami Dolphins, I've got a question. Who is a bigger fraud? The Dolphins as a contender, as a team this year, 
or Tua as a top 10 dynasty quarterback? Oh, wait, hey, hey, back off of Tua. Back, not at back all. Off of Tua. Not, not at all. Not remotely. Of no shot. I mean, no shot. I mean, they're, t- they're you can't say one or the other because they're kind of tied together. If you're calling Tua a fraud, then they're fraud contenders, right? I mean, they're yeah. not going to go anywhere without Tua playing at his best. And I mean, I just think Tyreek Hill is so important to that offense. And I know that's what you're alluding to is like Tua being nothing without no touchdowns. Hill. And it's not like they don't have crazy good weapons otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that offense without Tyreek Hill is still a top 10 sputtered. unit in the league. Jalen Waddle is a stud. You have two great backs in Raheem Mostert, Devon A. Chain. I think Raheem Mostert. Oh, yeah, continue, continue. No, sorry, I just think I, I'm going on a tirade about this, but no, you're good. I just think that like they didn't game plan obviously for t- to Tyreek to get hurt, and it showed. Like it's it seemed like their entire game plan was around Tyreek because when they ran the ball, Tyreek being out did not affect that at all. Like it really nope. like it, at all. Raheem Mostert still had a day. Uh, Devon A. Chan had his runs, but I just think they were trying to figure out, okay, how do we pass the ball without Tyreek? And that's where they ran into problems. Because even Waddle wasn't utilized. Like you would think with Tyreek being out as much as he was, that Waddle would have a much better game than he did. Uh, he was, I believe, seven for 89. So he still had a decent game, but it wasn't. He was six for, he was six for 79. Like six I mean, for 79, terrible, sorry. But I mean, with, yeah. with Tyreek being out, you're used to Tyreek putting up 150 plus a game. Like there's, there's more, there should be more yards in production to go around. And two only through for what? 240 i mean yeah, yeah, Will Levis slinging it for 327 with deandre hopkins well obviously here's the thing though the titans were playing catch up here's why i'm out on Tua. here's why sure. i think he's a fraud twice all you need is a first down and you can salt the game away on top of that you just at the end of the game it's fourth and three you just need no, to get a first down no I, hear me tyree kill was on the field in that you know in that game you got like hmm. i'm sorry tennessee is four and eight going into that game Miami's known for beating up bad teams. I, the, it's clear that the system is elevating Tua. Tua is not elevating the system. This has been his entire career arc before Tyreek Hill got there. And I'm not going to hold that against him when it's working for him. He's good for fantasy when Tyreek Hill's there. It's great. It works out. But the no. problem is this guy isn't generating any offense on his own. Who's the quarterback of the team? Is it Tyreek Hill or is it Tua? Because if, you're, if your offense is defunct when your number one wide receiver goes down completely, and you can't convert in, in which, by the way, he was out there. He, he braved it, hip drop tackle. It was clear his ankle was bothering him. Leaves in the first quarter, comes back in the third. Very confusing game. I, I am out on Tua as a whole. I, I genuinely believe, all, we got to remember, this guy had three years of a bad narrative until Tyreek arrived and made him something, right? Think about uh, who he Don't go there. No, I, he no was it's not valid. Absolutely terrible. He was not. There was. You got to remember, there was tons of questions. There was a lot of quarterbacks can't overcome. Like he was injuries put in and pulled. No, like the the brain or the yeah the brain the coaching. Yeah, yeah, no, Brian Flores did not do him any favors. Sure, he put him in and pulled and pulled him out and put Ryan Fitzpatrick. So, and there's a whole aspect of this game that you're completely ignoring. The fact that they're down three of their starting offensive linemen, like that is huge. No matter like like. No matter no, that's who you valid. are, that's, the quarterback, you don't the have Cowboys, your line. Yeah. Like, you're going to be flustered. Of course you are. You, and especially when you have a concussion history, like they, they specifically built that offensive line with Terrell Armstead and uh, Hunt and all those guys on the line, and half of them are gone because of injuries. So it's like you, you just actually, can't, you can't blame him for being frazzled and not having time. He, he got sacked. Like, which of he, the, How much time did he have in the pocket compared to the rest of the season? Uh, not a lot. I mean, I don't it have that. Like yeah, no, it, it looks bad. No, not, I'm not actually for, looking for an actual yeah. number. 
No, no. Here's what I want to ask, though. Like, which of the two games did you watch more of? Because I was definitely more tuned into my boy definitely Jordan Love. Titans. And the jo- okay, good. Because that answers my question. That point about the offensive line missing, that's v- very valid. Dallas is lost against Arizona. Very similar situation. Yeah, well, I think Dak- their center was, was I think it was their center. Either center or guard went down early in the game. And like, right. that, it just, it throws so, everything off. So Tyree, I'm not sure, saying- I understand that. But like, you've got to give him time. If he has time, he's going to, like, he threw one of the best passes that I have ever seen a quarterback throw to Tyree Kill. Yes, it was to Tyree Kill, but the throw itself, it was like an the out the Tyree Kill ran. Yes. Oh, that, that was one? literally that was not one impressive. of the best throws. That wasn't that impressive. Oh, it was late, Josh, to be honest. You, Tyree Kill had to slow down for it. Josh, you serious? line up behind. You line up. Josh, you can't even throw a two yard out. That's You're going to say that wasn't all, an impressive throw. That is a lie. You know I can throw a two yard out. You know no, for a that fact is difficult I can throw to, a two yard out. A two yard out is difficult to throw. That's aside the point. You you know you're not throwing anything farther than what twenty yards down the field. Yes, hot take. Comparing me, amateur podcaster and real Listen. estate guy, to professional quarterback to a tongue of Iloa. You said that wasn't Believe impressive. Or not. On what? Okay. No. On what basis is Co- that not an impressive throw compared to Will Levis and Jordan Love, who Jordan Love had a bad game? Heck, Tommy DeVito had some crazy clutch throws. I'm not. Tua's not washed. That's not what I'm saying. I'm simply you're saying trying, he's not. He's you're saying he's a bad quarterback. I'm saying he's Without mediocre at best. Jared Goff with a cooler origin story. It's the same thing. The system elevates him. He he does not elevate the system. Full stop. This is full stop. That's my issue. I want to know these are recorded, right? Like you do know we're recording, so it's like absolutely be able to look back on. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure because this is going to get brought back up. Because listen, I I still I'm not out on Tua. No, I'm not out. I'm I'm trying. You said you were out on Tua. You said you were out on him in fantasy as a top ten quarterback. Yes. For dynasty, absolutely, it's all comparative. He, so you taking? Are you taking Jordan Love or are you taking Tua? Who we'll get to Jordan Love in a little bit. Jordan Love. I think, or Tua? I think Jordan Love has more talent than Tua. Yes, I'll take wow, Jordan Love. Wow, absolutely. Wow. Okay. You get yeah. Okay. Give Jordan Love Tyree Kill. Let's see what happens. Ah. Let's see how he, his career blows up. Absolutely. That's crazy. Okay. That's not crazy. I, that I mean, is crazy. That is crazy. Not very many people are taking Jordan Love over Tua. Tua well, was considered I, MVP. Like he was in talks for being MVP before this game. You know who should be an MVP, Docs, and uh, Tyree Kill. Well, he and also he, I'm sure he was honorable well. mention Raheem Mostert, sixteen rushing touchdowns on the season. I keep waiting for the ball to drop for Raheem Mostert. He is a league winner. He's been a league winner regardless of your acquisition cost this season, whether it was dynasty, redraft, auction, doesn't matter. Raheem Mostert yeah. was cheap. He is an RB one, and he's going to continue to be for the playoffs because clearly they need him. Um, I loved what I saw on the ground from him. I loved what I saw through the air through Tajay Spears, even though he single-handedly almost ruined my day. Um, <laughs> gave me an absolute heart attack. Him as a receiving back, Derrick Henry can stay there for another two years and be productive. And Tajay Spears as a third down change of pace yeah. is still going to provide value. He's I think the, the window, too, yeah, Spears. essentially. I mean, it's great. And and I still think between the tackles, he can provide. Uh, I don't think we've seen the best of him between the tackles yet. I think he'll get uh-huh. more opportunities next year. His future is up for debate. Um, Waddle, a decent game. I'm glad he didn't do any better. Once again, I was playing, yeah, if, playing even yeah, multiple leagues, will, but going back to Mostert, just real quick. If you have Mostert going into the playoffs, you do not sit him. You do not bench him. Even with Achan there, you why may would get, you? Well, because I don't I think any people are worried about Achan, but like, I mean, yeah, I, I have I have Raheem Mostert in the league, and I went and acquired him earlier in the off season, or sorry, earlier in the season. I think I traded like Zach Charbonnet or something for him. I don't regret it one bit. Like. Achan or sorry, Raheem Mostert, you can ride him to the to the championship the way that this this offense is set up, especially the way they yeah. ran the ball was incredible. 
So yeah. I like him. And then Tajay Spears. I mean, Tajay Spears only had seven carries, right? Derrick Henry Wasn't had 17. Yeah. yeah. Still put up 16 points. Not, not even because, six he, because for of his 89. six receptions. Six or eight. Wow, I just saw the 89 yards. Yeah, that's I already, I, I wide, think I literally wide receiver two. And that it is all the came, wide receiver two in that offense. Dude, I, when I tell you watching that game was an emotional roller coaster, it all pretty much came on that drive where they went down and then Derrick Henry punched it in from the one. It was like Tajay Spears dump off, Tajay Spears dump off, D-hop big catch. Like he had two, well, actually there was two drives where they were trying to play catch up and Tajay Spears was just electric in the passing game. I mean, he's... He's someone to obviously pay attention to if you haven't already, um, but someone I would feel great. You know, let me ask you this: Tajay Spears or Jalen Warren? Who would you rather have right now in Dynasty? Probably Tajay Spears. I, I would say so too because I think Tajay there's a clearer. Spears. You know, Najee's younger. I think there's a clearer path for for yeah. um, Spears to become super relevant. The wait is over. The shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got him. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Moving over to the Tommy DeVito Bowl. First of all, the most important question we have to ask, Dylan, and if your audio only, you got to understand, I'm doing the Italian. Yeah, forget about I don't know. it. Gabagool. 
super fun, super fun backup to watch. Of all the crazy, hilarious backups, rank these in order of likability. Tommy DeVito, Cooper Rush, Gardner Minshew. Most important uh, keep trade Minshew, cut you'll ever play. Garner Minshew for sure is probably the most okay. like you're saying from likability. Yeah, like you're just fun to root for. Like, oh, it's a backup yeah. and our season yeah. is I over. Mean, you I know, mean, yeah, Gardner Minshew for sure. Um, love love me some Gardner Minshew. Um, definitely Tommy DeVito second. And as a Cowboys fan, Cooper Rush. Like, I wasn't enjoying watching Cooper Rush play. Like, he did his thing and it was surprising every week. He didn't expect it, but it wasn't like he didn't really have a personality. Whereas like Tommy DeVito got the story. He lives with his mom. He got. Gardner Minshew, who's just he's, this he's he's a he's redneck like a, that wears jorts and cut off flannel, and he's just got Minshew's a, a legend, man. <laughs> Minshew is Uncle Rico in he the flesh. Like he's like yeah, he's they, they have personalities. Cooper Rush is just I mean, he'd probably be an accountant if he wasn't in the NFL. Here's what's so impressive to me about Tommy DeVito and why I would rank him number one right now. One, making Italian super likable, always a fun thing. I'm a I'm a like I wish I was actually blood Italian. I'm not that I can. I find mean, you or- would think so. Every t- every time I went to the Walsh household in high school, what what is the meal that we had, Josh? What, every single awesome. time in high school, I, when sir, I, was like, yeah. I cook. I make. I, I am. I your am sixty five percent. Like you make pasta. Now. Yes. No. You do. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying, like your mom literally was. We're it talking was in, by hand. And we've know, been friends homemade. for how long? Like almost fifteen years. I've had a yeah. different pasta every single time I've gone to his house. I don't know how That's many correct. variations of pasta there are out there, and I, you would think infinite. they're Italian. I, I have no. Mathematically, no there's infinite. Yeah, no one every time. The story is we moved. My family moved to Texas, but they're from the Northeast. And my dad, he may or may not have. This is a complete sidetrack. My my <laughs> younger brother and I debate whether or not my dad bounced and like like worked for the mob as an associate. Um. <laughs> Like I'm not, that's a, that's a real dude, story. That like, is a massive man. So he probably dude, did. Dude, no, he bounced in New York clubs. And I remember watching like a, uh, like a, know, as a bouncer, you got to specify yeah, when you say bouncing yeah, clubs. Well, that's true. As a bouncer. Okay. <laughs> Work the door and uh good man, principled man. Awesome dude. But yes, him in his twenties, I would have loved to meet, but either way, Tommy DeVito leads a game winning drive out of nowhere for a o- giants offense that, really has struggled all season and is without, and this is what I was going to talk about this. The most impressive thing to me about it was there wasn't a clear number one pass catcher coming into this game for the Giants, but leaving it, I think they do have one. And I think it's Wandale Robinson. That is a name for dynasty players. Yeah. If you can remember, Wandale was all the rage last year. Tore, was it two years ago he was drafted? Tore his ACL, came back, tore his ACL again? Yep. Injury galore for this man. Yeah. Look, always looked great with the ball in his hands. Looked great again. Six for 79 through the air. DeVito sets up. A, first of all, DeVito looked very mobile. Was running around. Very much like Daniel Jones. He was a like rookie last Jones. year, by the way. He was a rookie last uh, year. One Wanda, so it was only one year of the 20 ACL. Okay, I was trying to remember. You know what it was? It's Kadarius Tony. So, Wandale, kind of out of nowhere, is he resurrecting his value after a torn ACL? Um, and is there uh, is there something to be had there? Or is this very similar to what uh isaiah hodgins was last year where it's like hey there's no one in town he's Speaking just of, the he best of the rest he didn't have too bad of a game either i mean devito yeah. was dealing he was wheeling and dealing but to, to the wando robinson i think if you can get a wando robinson right now for cheap i don't know try and go get him for two thirds or something like that well your trade deadline's yeah. probably fast but um yeah, okay. in the offseason if you can get him for the low yes i think he's a he's a solid wide receiver and he's battling back from an injury he's been in the offense that's been in shambles trying to figure out who is going to replace Dan, Daniel Jones. And when Daniel Jones was there, it was just a complete crap show. So 
yeah. I think he will and can be the wide receiver one. I mean, there's no other wide receiver of note other than Jalen Hyatt, who doesn't seem to be really making that step yet. And they're two different wide receivers. So I think you kind of got what, you know who Wando reminds me of? I feel like I brought him up quite a bit. Rondell Moore? No. Well, no. They, I mean, they're the same size, but that makes sense. No, more of like a Jarvis Landry. Whereas like wow. he's a little speedier, a little speedier than Jarvis Landry, but like just playing like he doesn't like play downfield. He kind of gets in the pocket, catches it, and he can turn up field and they're getting creative with getting him the ball. Cause yeah, he had two carries for 36 yards, 79 yards receiving. Like I just, I, I think if you can get Wando, I don't think he's going anywhere. Yeah. I, I'd be interested to see how that Giants offense changes next year. It's a complete and total, it, it, it's like a, a brand new band. They're reinventing it like this makeshift I mean, offense every week. But the consistent piece, Saquon Barkley finding the end zone twice. Saquon, you can for, trust. Worried for DJ. I'm worried for DJ. Daniel Jones. Jones. I'm worried for my boy. Yeah, they well, just they gave him the bag. But I mean, yeah, I. It's not too big ah. of a bag where they couldn't move on, man. I I think the Giants kind of need to, but. Um, impressive win over the Packers who were surging Packers had won four straight going into this. The giants had won three straight. Um, I believe now with the, this win, you kind of a stumble for the Packers. It was a weird game. Both games had like muffed punts. It was kind of like special weird fumbles. Yeah, it was, it was really strange, but Jordan love, you know, who I adore weird game two eighteen and one, uh, had his best drive at the end of the game, his best throw at the end of the game. But it wasn't enough because Danny DeVito, Danny Dimes himself. Uh, Danny DeVito. I'm telling you, I, I legitimately sometimes forget his name. I'm like, Danny. No, it's Tommy. They're way too well, close. Question also, can we talk about his dad kissing his agent and his agent kissing it's Italian. his dad? That is it's like. It's very Italian. Oh, you don't understand God. the culture, Dylan. You don't understand. His agent's got to be understand. like his uncle or something. Like you don't just doesn't find it. Oh, that's just weird. doesn't matter. I mean, th- that is not. That does not affect his dynasty value whatsoever. <laughs> I just thought it okay. was they just pan to it and they're just like celebrating. Oh, uh, that's going to be negative one points Italian, for Italian. weird. Yeah, very, very Italian traditions. You, okay, you don't do that, okay? Um, you lock and it's all the wrist, okay? If, you, if you're coming up with, frankly, you want to come right here, you want to come right here and then right there. And it's all the wrist. You're, mm, you're just goodness. throwing your hands. And everyone just left the podcast because. Can- <laughs> not remotely. Not remotely. The, it, teaching Italian culture will be a facet of this show moving uh, forward. I'm yeah. convinced of it. Uh, um, even though anyways, I'm not talk, Italian. No, no, anyways. Yeah. We're, you're distracting. Getting back to Jordan talk Love. About, talk about your boy. Talk about your boy. Yeah. Weird night. Had some good throws. Had some bad ones. Here's what I was going to say. This offense needs Jaden Reed, obviously, who had another good night. Used a lot in the running game. But it also needs Christian Watson to complement it. They, the biggest thing, AJ Dillon, very bad running back. I'm just getting like his vision <laughs> is negative 10,000. It does not set up the play action pass. That is what a Mount LaFleur offense is set up for. Um, I thought Love did enough to win the game, put him in a position after they had some weird turnovers. Like I already said, DeVito puts him over the top. I'm not worried about his long term value, but I was disappointed he didn't have a more impressive win against a, a plucky, but under you know the, the Giants defense has been def- like they're, decent they're good defense they're, they're yeah good. they are they're good but yeah. you got to beat the Giants like Thibodeau. you should keep this playoff hopes alive that would if yeah. they win that game if 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 the Packers somehow punch their tickets to playoffs this year I have zero doubt zero questions zero concerns that Love gets a long term contract this year now he might be on the bubble again going into next year because I do think he's certainly secured his job for another year yeah I just <sighs> love. And this is why last week, I, I remember when we were talking about love and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think he can be top 10. And then I was like, oh, you know what? No, 
I just, you weren't saying I, I, th- I think about it. You, you've been, I did. And then I said, hyping no, no, no. him up. All right. This is recorded. Right. You can go back and watch it. I said, okay, I whatever hesitated. you say, Benedict Arnold, I whatever, hesitated. You know, and I said, I was like, you know what? No, I can't put him in the top 10. And this is why the dude just goes ghost against teams that he needs to beat. Like, he, if he can't win games against the New York Giants, what makes you think they're going to extend him? And you're out here saying because, oh, Tyree kills out, so Tua's being – he's awful, not a top 10 quarterback. But then you're going to put Love in the top 10? No, Tua's proven yeah, way Love more had a better, as a quarterback. Tua's had a be- – Love had a better game fantasy-wise than Tua did with Tyree Kill in spurts, okay? Jordan Love was missing Christian Love, Watson. Love did not have a better game. Yes, he did. 218 and 1. Statist- Two eighteen and one for fantasy purposes. Tua may yeah. not have had a touchdown, but okay, yeah, you're right. He had, yeah. yeah. He, what are you talking about here? Put him over. Yeah, it's a touchdown. And put him over. I just, I, I no, believe Jordan Love is elevating the pieces around him certainly more than Tua is. Now, I'm not saying Tua like once again. I'm saying that Tua is Jared Goff with a cooler origin story and a more likable guy, probably. <laughs> but, Jordan uh, Love is sure. closer to Jared Goff than than Tua. Stop it! Stop he it! Is. That's not true. That's um, that is so not true. It's un. It's absolutely ridiculous. We're just arguing a lot tonight. We're getting yes, caught in the dark. We are. We are. Question, question, for you, question for you, though. Jaden yeah. Reed. Yeah. Love Jaden Reed. Give me today your top three rookie wide receivers. Um, I'm putting oh, you on the spot. Cl- from 2024? From this class. From this class. Yeah. That's a, that's yeah. a really Is Jaden Reed in your top three? He's flirting with it, right? Um, yeah. So Puka's number go one. Puka. I hear that coming out. Yeah. Then Zay Flowers. And so, um, sorry, let me let me rephrase that question. Dynasty. Do not think just this year. Think dynasty yeah. long term. You Puka's said still your number one wide receiver. Yes. Rookie, rookie wide yes. receiver. Yes. Okay. 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 Bro, okay. what? Is, what I mean, what? Time out. Chill. Time out. Chill. We have got to talk. No, I'm Chill. not. I can't. You're, you're, this is gaslighting. How can you still be out on Puka Nakua? What about his play, his production? I, I understand that like the future may not be as bright. All of the, everyone who's by the way, Tank Dell, number two, actually, not Zay Flowers. Tank Dell's injury sucks, but Tank Dell would be number two. Then I'd maybe go Zay Flowers. Um, but what about Puka's like everyone's trying to do what Puka has done? You want to know who already has a thousand yards with multiple games left to play? Puka Nakua. Okay. You know who's making sideline leaping grabs every other week? Puka Nakua. Jaden yeah. Reed, definitely a really good rookie. I love how he's utilized in the run game. He's a weapon that they need, as I said last week. I think it's a great complement of weapons, but Christian Watson not being there definitely hurt this offense. But yeah, dude, you're Puka no, hate. I, no, I, no. Okay, let me let me say something about Puka because you just brushed over it and act like you just said your point and then moved on. No, no, no. This no. is Here the longest Monday Night Football recap ever. I love it. This Listen, is ESPN's fault. They should not have scheduled two they games. They shouldn't have. There's way too much to talk about. Puka Her- Nakua. I'm just, this, this is all I got to say about Puka Nakua. And we can move on. We, we, we're not going to say another word. We'll move on. Kenny Galladay. All right. Move on. No, no, we're not going to move, move on. on. That's the move dumb. On. Kenny Galladay did. There's nothing, there's nothing no. to talk about. There's absolutely nothing to talk about. Stop it. Stop. Yeah, we need to get back to the game. Um, Giants, impressive win over what I think was a better Packers team. They beat themselves. Jordan Love, I'm not worried about his long-term value. I'm disappointed he didn't score more for fantasy. If you needed him to get you into playoffs, he probably disappointed you. Uh, Jaden Reed is interesting but I don't think he's a superstar, unlike Puka Nakua. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about our Christmas lists, the things we desire for fantasy. Because remember, Dynasty never ends. If you're out of playoffs, guess what? So are we. Not in every league for Dylan, but for me, every league. I'm not missing a beat. I'm already beginning. 
No, not I'm not out of playoffs in every league, in every dynasty league. I should clarify. I should clarify. <laughs> like I'm not that dismal. much of a loser. Take, take none of my advice. <laughs> I have no idea what I am doing. Yeah. Uh, there's an element of truth to that sometimes. We're going to take a break. When we come That's back, we're going to have a Christmas lift. On mine is certainly going to be that Dylan correctly sees the love and, well, not the love, but the value of Puka Nakua and learns to love him as I have. The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day savings event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Dylan, we were talking a little bit pre-show. You have never heard the incredibly sappy, horrible, emotional Christmas song called Grown Up Christmas List. No, I want to know how many people have. I, I would love to know how many people have. What is? Give me a reference. What is it? Is it from a movie? Is it just no, a song I, you that know your family listens to and sing Kumbaya? I grew up on like, listen, we grew up in the Bible, the belt buckle of the Bible belt, right? So my family would listen to, it was called <laughs> 94.9 KLTY. It was like remember. this super sappy Christian yeah. radio. In fact, I actually prank called in with fake stories because they would call and like, tell us your favorite story about your kids. I did this multiple times, got in trouble because oh I was like, this is God. so like the but only they have this time song. in my life, my, the only time in my life Continue. that I've ever been Christmas caroling was oh, with my mom family. made you go. Yeah. 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 yeah she made 100%. us go. We, we were just hanging out and literally we we're just kicking it in the living room and your mom just comes in and says, all right, guys, we're, we're going to go. We're going to go Christmas caroling. And we're like, okay. Like, no, we are going to go Christmas caroling. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You got real. I had, a lyric, got I had a lyric sheet and everything. Uh, 100%. Hundred uh, percent. I don't even that, remember. Silent night. That's literally us. Either way, this song, culturally speaking, is the equivalent of a mayonnaise only sandwich. If you can get the reference, <laughs> great. It's a <laughs> terrible song, um, and it's like I, you know, my my Christmas list is that wars would never start and everyone is happy and love would heal all of our hearts. It's just dumb and stupid. But I'd like to rephrase the correct grown up Christmas list. 
is that your fantasy player's situation would all improve. It's week 14. It's the end of the fantasy regular season. And half of your leagues, you know, most people don't make the dynasty playoffs. And what's the reason dynasty is the best format in fantasy is because the grind never stops. Okay. The moment the season over, you don't take a break. You don't get depressed because Tajay Spears didn't get you three more yards. Suck it. That one owner that's listening that knows they didn't make it. (laughs) Sorry, I'm talking back. Fired up tonight. Um, You just start looking at what's next. And so Dylan, I'm going to kick this off. Here is my wish for kind of the off season, the rookie draft. This is on the table. I'm already speculating about what's going to improve my roster, what's going to improve the situations of players I love. And the first one I think might surprise you. The first wish on my grown-up Christmas list. Should we have to sing them? Should we have to carol our grown-up Christmas list? I'm not singing. Your I parents think you started to make me do it once. Oh, no, no, no. These Walshers are not going to have me singing again. This is not happening. I, that would be hilarious. I would <laughs> n- Not because it would be good, but your shame and embarrassment, in, in this, whereas I would just be fine. I'd be like, I don't care anymore. I'm sure it's you totally would. Fine. Fun fact. Yeah, anyway. My grown-up <laughs> Christmas list number one. This is a little weird. Devontae Adams goes to the New York Jets, but he isn't the only one to join Aaron Rodgers. David Bakhtiari, who's currently injured for the Packers, I have have a disclosure here, also goes, I don't care if it's David Bakhtiari so much, he's just the name I can think of, but the Jets' offensive line improves. This will absolutely skyrocket Garrett Wilson's value. This will skyrocket Brees Hall's value. This will resurrect all the hype we had in the offseason about some exciting pieces in New York Part of it is the offensive line. The Devontae Adams I'm less excited about, but I think there's more than enough targets to go around. Garrett Wilson's being targeted literally 40% of the time in recent weeks with the Jets. There's plenty of targets to go to Devontae Adams to open up the passing game for him. I want a resurrection of both Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall because they are surefire studs and they need a better situation. And I want to see a competitive Jets team. I don't like. I don't. I don't like that. I don't dislike that. <laughs> I wasn't going to disagree with you. I know we've been disagreeing quite a bit. That's um, fine. You're just wrong, no, and that's I don't okay. Dislike that. I. I think it's very. It's a very possible outcome, right? I mean, we we know that Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers have been trying to get back together ever since they broke up. Um, yep. And, and I do think it does actually help Garrett Wilson. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers being back alone helps him, but having Devontae Adams on the opposite side of him, that's that's pretty lethal, right? I mean, we're looking at. It's it's going to be nice if that can happen. I just I don't. I guess I'm optimistic about Garrett Wilson in that case. But does Aaron? Then we're betting that Aaron Rodgers comes back and he's vintage Aaron Rodgers and he can support two wide receivers. We just we don't know what we're going to get from Aaron Rodgers. If I'm being completely honest, I'm not expecting him to come back and just be like prime Aaron Rodgers. I I kind of am. And I here's what I like yeah. in terms of the the you buying all the psychedelic treatment he's doing. I don't know about that, man. I have not tested for myself, <laughs> I'm not saying, so I I'm cannot not comment. You personally, but you think it's, it's going to work? I, uh, no, I just think that. Listen, if Zach Wilson, who just had his best game ever, it looks like he finally <laughs> threw out caring, um, can do eight for eighty-six to a Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson had fourteen targets. I will trade six of those targets if he gets a little bit more single coverage and scores more touchdowns. Garrett Wilson isn't going to finish as a, a top 15 wide receiver this year, most likely. It's going to be very hard-pressed to. Uh, I believe yeah. he's currently at like uh, wide receiver 23 last I checked. So yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah, exactly. So I just want – because the other thing, and here's why this is a kind of a wish. Sometimes we wish for players' situations to improve just so we can answer the question. One of the, one of the um, narratives I cared a lot this year, obviously you know because I love George Pickens, was you had to fire Matt Canada – in Pittsburgh to find out whether or not you actually had a Kenny Pickett problem. 
The same can also be said about our belief in Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson. I think they're both superstars and obviously they've already been producing pretty well, but can they be top three, top five at their position? We won't know unless this offensive line also gets better and they also have another legitimate receiving option. I mean, if Randall Cobb is catching touchdowns in New York, like there's plenty of work to go around. And so that is my first wish. And also sneaky little thing. I traded you Jimmy Garoppolo for Aaron Rodgers in Yacht Club and I having a third QB. If he, if the hype around Aaron Rodgers allows me to resell him for multiple seconds next year, I'll happily do it. That you did. I am guilty as charged, unfortunately. Um, I like that. I like that. I like that for Garrett Wilson. I think it does put him in. I don't think here's where it doesn't help him because right now I think he's being regarded as a top eight wide receiver. I don't think he stays there. If Devontae Adams goes, he's probably more of a high end wide receiver too. in terms of dynasty value, in, t- in terms like of value. value, in terms of value, yeah, I'm, I don't care. I'm, I will if I have Garrett Wilson, I'm keeping him and I'm trusting the production. Oh, yeah, I mean, for the next even, five years, regardless, even if he has Zach yeah. Wilson again next year, you're still keeping yeah. Garrett Wilson because he's Garrett he's Wilson. Correct. Yeah. yeah, he's just a special talent. I'm gonna go Homer here. You know me. I'm I'm a big college football guy. So my first wish, my very first I wish. I almost wrote this. I know exactly where you're going. Can I guess I don't it? Think you do. I don't think you do. I'm gonna go in a different direction. Probably. Do you want to guess it? Go ahead. Guess it. Guess it. I have that said the Cowboys would draft Trey Benson at <laughs> no, running back. No, that's that I have that on my list. Actually, that was my I bonus. Have that on my list. I have yeah. that on my, I have like five on my list just in case, but that is, one I, of them. I, I did the same. Oh my gosh. We're so cute. I look know, at us. I did the same us. thing. We're we have three wishes a piece, but I prepared five just yep. because I was like Dylan Especially and I, because if you we don't fight me on one, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh, what is your actual wish? My actual wish. And this is because I'm a DK Metcalf truther. Absolute DK Metcalf truther. I love DK Metcalf. I think he's a wide receiver one, a bona fide wide receiver one. And to help that case, Geno Smith's got to go. Love Geno Smith. He's been great. It's been a got great story. He's got to go. Bring got my it. boy, Michael Penix Jr., into the Seattle Seahawks offense and let him just rip it to okay. JSN. Let him Pause. rip it to what? Pause. Pause what? You said, I'm a homer. I'm a homer. When have you been a oh, Seattle oh, oh, and or oh. a Washington no, 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 fan? No, sorry. You Homer, completely Homer. and totally, th- you buried the lead there, man. I'm a Seahawks fan. You didn't know that? I, yeah, this is a pretty big reveal after 15 <laughs> years mean, of... Re- I mean, I'm a... Uh, yeah, Homer was the wrong term to use. Homer was yeah, the wrong term. Yeah, that's I why I was off. why you're so confused. Yeah, you're right. Okay, my yeah. bad. Sorry, right. my bad. Thank my you. Bad. I just... All right. But Michael I like Penix where you're Jr. going. Continue. Michael Penix Jr. This. because he's going to be available. He's going to be most likely the fourth quarterback taken. And I think by the time Seattle comes around, he's going to be there. Because right now they're projected to have like a mid to late um, first round pick. And Michael Penix Jr., if you guys watch college football, you know who he is. He was in the sec- He came in second for the Heisman. He won the Maxwell, which is the best quarterback in the league or in the nation. Um and the dude's just a complete stud. Had an incredible season at Washington this past season. He had Roma Dunze being – he had Roma Dunze as one of the top wide receivers they in the They actually nation. deserved to be in the playoff they, because of him. They're 100%. not one of the teams with, no, with sus surrounding them. Yeah, they, There was no question that Washington was going to be in the playoff because of him. With that being said, if you put him in the offense with DK Metcalf, Kenneth Walker, Zach Charbonnet, JSN. Jackson Smith. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if Tyler Lockett will still be there. We'll see. But whoever – like doesn't I mean, hurt him if he is, yeah. DK Metcalf being the threat that he is, dude. Michael Penix Jr. has a cannon of an arm, and it just like watching him play this past season, he just rips it. And the dude talk about arm talent. The dude can put the ball anywhere. The comp that I've kind of had for him was 
not as athletic as a runner, but he's got like the arm Josh Allen, but he's just kind of a statue. He doesn't move. The dude's not getting any yards on the ground. That's some serious arm But he's got a cannon of an arm. He's got a cannon of an arm. So seeing him in that offense, I think it just boosts DK Metcalf's value. I think you finally get a JSN breakout to support that. I just don't think Geno Smith's 33, I think he is, 33-year-old arm is just going to get it done. And we're seeing the injuries start to pop up with him. You know what's kind of funny? The the Seahawks right now as a team remind me a lot of, of the Buccaneers before they got Tom Brady. Everyone there, there was crazy good weapons. You had Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, uh, Leonard Fournette got there with with Tom Brady, but the defense was good. And then you had kind of you know Jameis Winston leading the charge. It was like okay, what is this? Just th- this team's a quarterback away. And no disrespect to Geno, but I think that the Seahawks with a, whether it's a young QB or a free agent QB, the hype would be unreal. The yeah. hype would absolutely be unreal. And especially for dynasty purposes, connecting JSN to a guy he can grow with, DK Metcalf, giving him a long-term starter, because I don't know what Gino is. I'm with you. Yeah, I think he's I mean, an but above the, average what, backup for sure. What Gino is, is a good bridge quarterback. Like Michael Penick yeah. probably won't, he shouldn't start right away, but having someone like Gino, and we've seen Gino humble, and like I think he'll step into that mental great if needed. Gino's great, yeah. right? If he's going to get drafted, if someone's going to get drafted over him and he's going to have to uh, sit on the bench, I think he's he's humble. He's humble enough to do that. And I think that's great for someone like Michael Penix because he's going to need some development. He's got all the arm talent in the world, but we've seen that doesn't always translate to the NFL right away. So that would be my wish is just please, Michael Penix Jr. Because he's also my QB3. I know a lot of people have Jaden Daniels right there at 3-4. I like Jaden Daniels. I think he could be a really good quarterback in the NFL. I love it's me complete, some Michael Penix Jr. Complete so, landing Penix spot Jr. with Jaden Daniels. For right yeah. now, it is. It is. It is landing spot as well. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. No, I mean, it, just real quick before we move on, because I think we're both going to be talking about some more rookies. I think it is a great tip to remember your, your rankings right now at the end, immediately at the end of the college football season are probably going to be the best rankings you can have, <laughs> even just as a casual fan. Yep. There is going to be so much confusion and so much hype and media spinning while football is not being played for some of these players. And so like Michael Penix, if they have an embarrassing loss in the playoff, which could happen, I, you know, Washington's good, uh, very, very good team, but like they could get stomped by Texas. I'm not saying they yeah, will. I'm not know. saying I favor. I'm not saying I'm they favor yeah, Texas. No, I'm, I'm just trying to paint the picture of all of the sudden the narrative will be, well, they never played any real competition. Maybe Oregon wasn't that good. I'm just yeah. saying that situations out of his control can greatly affect all of the of your evaluation and he's just one example there's tons yeah. of players like that and if we're, you're we're playing gonna, the media is going to invent questions about about yeah and if you're playing dynasty i think you it, you have to understand the rookie process right there's so much information that it's information overload and some of it you just need to throw out you've got to figure yeah. out what you need to throw out what you need to keep and actually consider but through this draft process like i think you're actually right like if you make draft or uh, if you make rankings now save those rankings because refer to them later on and then remember, yeah. why did I change my ranking? And ask, because, exactly. Was it because of I think, pro day? Was it because Is this of, valid? Yeah. Correct, yeah. yeah. I'm not, we're not yeah. saying that, you know, put yourself in a box and be like, only believe what you believe right now. Simply remember why you believed what you believed when football was yep. being played. I think that that's really big for all the players that we're going to talk about. Um, and my like, second, remember that Drake May is the QB1 over over. That Cable seems so that. much spicier like three to six months ago. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Thank you. I, Thank I you. don't disagree right now. I hate that you um, dunk on my takes like that. Anyways, go ahead. Well, if they're horrible, <laughs> <I'm just not laughs> yes. They're I mean, horrible. yeah, yeah uh, correct. It's like I, many times you'll, you'll come out, you'll be like, 
ah, this can be a little bit spicy. It's a little Bro, crazy. It is, it is spicy but, because who, that, not very many people are actually. A lot of people are going to say Drake may, but if push came to sub, they would push came to shove. They would take Caleb Williams, and Caleb Williams still is the hotness. No one right now is going to say. I'm taking you just I'm taking Drake Maverick. Well, me. I think well, a lot I'm, more I'm people me. are saying that than yeah, that's fair. I think a lot more people are saying that um in in recent months. Um I don't think it's as I think it's like a 60-30 where it used to be a 90-10. Um moving on, quarterback who's better than all of those guys. The, the best quarterback in the league. My Christmas wish. This is so selfish and it's dumb because it's it's not it's an either or. It's not like a singular this is what I want to happen. I need Justin Fields to stay in Chicago, or he can go to Atlanta. That's it. Those are the only two places that give me hope for his value. If he goes somewhere else, will I invent a reason to still be hopeful because I'm so pot committed to his success? Also, yes. But hear me, Lord. Please keep Justin Fields in Chicago or send him to Atlanta. Here's why I like Atlanta, Dylan. One, the hype would be unbelievable for all the players. Drake London, Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts. All of that hype would be recommend, uh, you know, recommended uh rekindled because justin fields will be the best quarterback any of those guys have played with other than kyle pitts with matt ryan even that one year of matt ryan was a great passer uh what in kyle pitts's rookie year but that'll be the best quarterback in recent years because desmond ritter taylor heineke no disrespect to marcus mariota justin fields is head and shoulders way better than those guys also arthur smith loves to run it and i know he's fantasy football's greatest villain right now but he's kind of He's turned over a new leaf in recent weeks. He's giving it to Bijan in the red zone. Bijan scoring. Things are looking up. Can you imagine how dangerous that rushing attack could oh. be in a system where Justin Fields could actually be used similar to how Lamar Jackson is used, where he's not used in a weird timing passing system where the screen pass is your best play? As much as as much as I'm I like frustrated by the, how the season has gone for Justin Fields, I would have immense hope if he did end up in Atlanta. Or alternatively, if he stays in Chicago, that means they are getting a Marvin Harrison changes. Jr. with a coaching change, yes, especially an offensive coordinator. I think, I think uh, Ibrahim might be saving his job with the way the defense is playing in recent weeks. How? Yeah. Remember, yes, the Lions go. had a horrible season under Dan Campbell their first year, and then they had kind of a resurgent. They were one in six at the start of last year, and then they won a lot of games down the stretch, finished um, eight and nine, and uh, missed playoffs. So I think the 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 Bears could be something similar to that, and if that's the case, the way especially the way the defense played, just shut down Detroit. I would love if DJ Moore and Justin Fields could stay together because that connection has been magical. But they also in the draft need to add another weapon. I don't care if it's Brock Bowers. I Bro, don't care if it's Marvin Harrison. Jr. Well, I care if it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Darnell Mooney, like what? The dude, dude, did you see the amount of drops awful. he had? Yeah, okay, he I'm glad awful. you're on my side about this. I thought yes, you were going to blame Fields looked, for that, but I was no, like, dude, no, Mooney. I'll, I'll, Mooney yeah. was just absolutely. I don't know like, what yeah. was going on. Like there were some that were tough catches. I understand, but of like course. there was some that he just like he just didn't look right. Look I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if something's going on with him injury wise, but um, I I agree with you. I actually, well, other than staying in Chicago, I don't think it's a good idea for him to stay in Chicago. Regardless, Eberflus okay. is his coach. If Eberflus stays as his coach, if there's no coaching changes, absolutely not. Like they have to. Otherwise, they're gonna have to get someone in Luke there. Luke needs to go. Well, yes, yes he's got to need go. someone that's going to actually develop fields, like intentionally develop fields, because right now you're getting this inconsistent play because he's not getting adequate coaching or play calling that actually caters to his skill set. I don't know. That's the I, most I, on the same page about Justin Fields we have <laughs> ever been. This is this is a yes, great yeah. 
I mean, yeah, great night after arguing for the first 30 minutes. Uh, <laughs> I'm in playoffs, and my, my my first round draft pick is a lottery pick. It has the chance at the 101, and I'm I'm over the moon. I both of those ma- both of those matchups were were counted by less than a point. I I'm a winner before we recorded this evening, no matter what That's I say. Brutal. I I'm actually this idea of Fields going to Atlanta is actually growing on me. I don't. At first, I was like, okay, I mean, sure, but now Arthur Smith, like you said, is kind of getting the, them going. I mean, Desmond Ritter balled out this past week. And yeah. Shout out to my boy Drake London. Drake I was going to say Drake London this week. Absolutely. Kyle Pitts had a touchdown this week. I mean, what is going on? What is going on? They may not Kyle Pitts can they score. Need, they may not even think they need to go get Justin Fields. <laughs> they yeah. got Desmond Ritter. There um, you go. No, I don't. I don't hate that at all. Um, the wait is over. The shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios walkways and gardens with the home depot's mother's day savings event happening now get vigoro potting soil just $8.97 for strong healthy vibrant plants indoors and outside start your mother's day shopping and saving today by checking out the home depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options see homedepot.com delivery for details the home depot how doers get more done Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. My next wish, this is kind of a two-part one. I want this person to get a championship, and so I want them to go to the Kansas City Chiefs. I want them to go to the Kansas City Chiefs because the Kansas City Chiefs need help. You've got yes. Travis Kelsey who is just not – he can't do it. Young with, anymore. He, he's not young, but you know what I noticed also? is Juju isn't like a world beater anymore, right? He's not a wide no. receiver one. But no. he did similar things to Kelsey that opened Kelsey up to do Kelsey things right. last season. They don't have right. that this year. They don't yeah. have that at all. Like Rasheed Rice is coming on and he'll be, he's, he's but like he, nice, but he's not, he's, a, he's not savvy. I, I agree correct. with you completely That's what I was about because to say. Juju, Juju is really good at reading zones, creating holes or helping draw a decent slot corner. Mm-hmm. Forgive me. <clears throat> I'm coughing. So uh, emotional. <laughs> Talking about Juju. Juju. I love him so much. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. But um, I agree. Juju helped draw attention away from Kelsey. Rasheed Rice is used very differently. He's a big play right. guy. He attacks the scene with speed. Um, I think he could more grow fantasy into the, relevant. 
Yeah, but, I think he could grow into the role where he can be one of those mid, like kind of like a Amon Ra type. Not he's not not Amon Ra, but like where he can go across the middle, and he's a bigger wide receiver that I think can can handle those hits. The wide receiver I want to see go to Kansas City, and I love this wide receiver, and I want him to win a championship, and it'll help him fantasy value wise. Terry McLaurin, Terry McLaurin Whoa. in Kansas City would that be that is a plot phenomenal. Twist. Phenomenal. Everyone I'm, says T. Higgins. You know? I know T. Higgins. Sure, whatever. But I just he, T. Higgins is great. I like T. Higgins. He's a great wide receiver. I just I don't know if that's what Kansas City needs. They need someone who's experienced, who's a veteran, who has been a one in a in an offense. And Terry McLaurin's been that, and he hasn't had a quarterback other than Sam Howell. But Sam Howell and him just aren't getting breakfast together. I don't know what their deal is, but Bro. he's just not looking for Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin, yeah. Coming out saying, yeah, I got a lot of cardio and that's not good. That's not good. He's 27 years old, going to be 28 in the offseason. And we just need to get that man a quarterback, get that man a championship. Can you imagine an offense with Patrick Mahomes, Terry McLaurin, Rasheed Rice, Travis Kelsey? Like, and Terry yep. McLaurin is very gettable for them. Like, They can go and trade and acquire him pretty easily, I'd imagine. And yes, they can go through the draft and add a wide receiver. But I just think getting someone is in isn't too bad either. Whereas if you've no. got a T Higgins, you have to sign T Higgins. Correct. So you have the cap space to do. I like Correct. that's a brilliant call. I like yeah. that, Dylan. The other thing I like about it, Johan Dotson becomes sneaky again. Mm-hmm. It gives it gives the receiving options at the commanders an opportunity to kind of realign themselves. Because the most consistent guy it's felt like has been Curtis Samuel. Yeah. When it should have been here one there. Morning, but yeah, it's it's very, very strange. I, I like that a lot. That's a that's a Christmas wish I can certainly get behind. Thanks, man. Look at us. We're just the best of friends. The best of friends. But no, you, do you, there's no wide receiver you'd rather see them there? I mean, maybe, you know, Stefan Diggs instead. I mean, Stefan Diggs, sure. I just, I don't know how likely it's bad that up is. in Buffalo. It's, uh, you know, it is bad up in Buffalo. You're right. I just, yeah, Stefan Diggs would be nice. Any, the thing that I don't think they need to do is draft a wide receiver. Like I, I don't think they don't want to waste. It's proving Patrick that's not Mahomes working. Prime, yeah, they don't want to waste yeah. Patrick Mahomes' prime trying to develop wide receivers. Right? He's okay. Patrick Mahomes is twenty seven years old. Let's get him experienced wide receivers because well, you're not I mean, only not only Patrick two, Mahomes, two Travis Super Bowl Kelsey, wins. Travis Kelsey's yeah. like okay, yes, I'm I'm saying they they're have not a wasting. Window. You know, they're not I, wasting, I but they have a window to continue to win championships. And Travis Kelsey's got like a two. I don't even give him three years. Two this year has window. Been, unequivocally the most disappointing season uh for patrick mahomes for fantasy um oh, yeah that, that we've really ever seen this is uncharted still territory. top 10 but yeah <laughs> oh yeah no it's still good uh, is yeah. it top 10 or is it i think he might be quarterback 11 right now. QB I'm trying to remember. if you keep going i'll check i'll double check i'm pretty sure it's qb8 last time i checked okay and in, in no, well that was i, I was someone gonna ask because yeah his his value yeah in 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 uh in yacht club he is quarterback eight i think he yep. was yeah um a couple weeks ago he was quarterback 11 so Patrick Mahomes still great and you can always trust him, but that high ceiling top three guy, he needs an additional receiving option. I love that a lot. I'm going to go to my last Christmas wish right now. Um, had to pivot because one of them was Cowboys for Trey Benson, which you didn't say, but like I brought it up, but I'd love the Cowboys to get Trey Benson in the draft. I would love the Packers to draft Blake Corum and give this Packers offense a legitimate running game because AJ Dillon, I am so done with AJ Dillon. <laughs> Dude, it's infuriating. I'm sorry, AJ. You're just not great in the NFL. <laughs> the man, you know who he is? <laughs> he he is doing it's like he's a cover band for the Trent Richardson band. You, you know what I mean? Like he looks like he would just run everyone over. The the man makes three yard gains look like 
the most hard-earned yards. Like, wait, you only broke one tackle, bro. Like, I don't know. I had high hopes for AJ Dillon. Yeah. I drafted him as a rookie. He's he's just he broke my heart. He's usable. He's you usable. He's not the worst back guy. in the league. I was. I'm out. But I want the Packers to draft Blake Corum. I think they actually have a chance to because he's in their vicinity. You know what I mean? He plays in Michigan. It seems like the Packers love that localized feel. Um, but Good either way, boys. yeah, no, I, I'm not all about that. I'm just simply saying like that no. they like <laughs> Iowa and like you know corn fed boys. That's what I'm saying. They're good old yeah. corn fed boys. Blake Corum, great running back, incredible running back. He's had a good college career. I think he could thrive in a mountain floor system, give Jordan Love some additional weapons, open up this play action game for all of the shares of Packers players that I have acquired and are committed to over the dynasty landscape. That's a good one. I actually like that landing spot for Blake Corum because he needs to go somewhere where he right now, I would say he's my RB2. I still have Trey Benson as my RB1 in this class. Um, Blake Corum. That's why he needs to go to the Cowboys. Exactly. Uh, Blake Corum is my RB2 currently, and I think he's a good back, but I think in an offense like that, it it suits him way better where they already have somewhat of an established passing game, and Aaron Jones will be back next year? Question. That's a big question. I don't know. Aaron Jones is so far past his prime now. Well, no, he's 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 old and injured. It's okay. Like he's a running back. He he was awesome for fantasy. Can't carry the load. That's what I'm saying. Like he's not like a three. Right, but you could you could keep an AJ Dillon. You could even use a Patrick Taylor. Like just sub keep AJ yeah keep AJ Dillon doing stupid absorb contact two yard gains. (laughs) And then Blake Corn plays the Aaron Jones role. That's why I that's, like the landing spot. Yeah, that's, they can that's use not a bad there. landing spot at all. Yeah. I think that's a good landing spot for him. I think that, that would benefit him fantasy wise and benefit that offense NFL wise right. as a whole. So I mean, yeah. just keep that young offense growing and get you a Blake Corum. They need, they have to. That this is what yeah. I agree with. You. They have to draft a running back, even if it's yeah. Braylon Allen. I can see Braylon Allen going there, who is my okay. RB three, and Braylon Allen. Talk about a Wisconsin. He's a Wisconsin guy. He's going to go there. That dude is beefy. He's huge. Huge, uh, massive, six one, six two, like two, like dude, two thirty. The dude's massive. <laughs> yeah. um, so I mean, I, I wouldn't be opposed to to Blake Corum or one of those guys. I think they do need to take a running back, though. Bottom line, be nice to see. All right, who and what is your last? Yeah, last this Christmas one, here. This one we've is been for, really selfish for Christmas. We have. We have been very selfish. We're adults. You you only get one thing for Christmas when you're an adult. Past the age of twenty five, like, mm. and especially when you have kids, like it's yeah. You know, yeah, those it's kids, not like you, you have the one thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure Williams asked for a lot this year, huh? Well, no, his, the grandparents don't. <laughs> I don't exist anymore. I am no longer my parents' son. Your parents I am, wait, okay, hold I on. am the parent of their grandchild. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> like it's so real. It's so the grandchild is. is the star. That's yeah. so funny. So what is what does what William need this want? Christmas? Yeah, yeah. He's eight months old, mom. Like I don't, I don't know what you want me to tell. Like, let me ask him. Uh, yeah. Okay. My last Christmas list, since this is the only time I get to actually make a long list, is Brandon Ayuk. Free Brandon Ayuk. I'm going to start a campaign to free Brandon Ayuk. Not that he's in a terrible offense. Obviously, he's not. But he doesn't have the chance to be a one. There's way too many weapons there. You're going to get your boom weeks from Brandon Ayuk. He still had a thousand yards this season, as he has done in the past. But this dude needs to be a priority in an offense, and he's not the priority. And that's just the reality. He's a luxury right now. Yep. Put him in that Houston Texans offense with CJ Stroud, Tank Dell, and Nico Collins, and let Brandon IU go crazy. Go crazy. I think that would be absolute. That would be Brandon IU would, would be a top 10 dynasty wide receiver, hands down, easily, no question. And he would go into my top 
he'd push top five for me if he went if he it, he would him be top five. Stroud, he would, he would be, be top, he, would, he wouldn't be top ten. He would be top five that, in terms of our key trade cut. Oh boy, to the moon. Like, CJ Stroud just, I mean, would be the quarterback one in dynasty. It would be unbelievable. About, talk about one of the most elite route runners that we have seen. I mean, in the NFL today, he is one of the most elite route runners, one of the best separators, one of the best. He's got some of the best hands in the league. The dude is so underappreciated. Package. He's a luxury in San Francisco. I'm not saying that he's going to go to waste or that I'm. He's a worse wide receiver because he's there, or San Francisco's doing him a disservice. They just have a luxury, but there's and a ceiling, an abundance of yeah. Weapons. There's a, yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not getting C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown levels of targets. He's and, and and you could even argue he's the number one wide receiver. Debo's just higher on the pecking order in terms of a weapon. Debo has had boot games recently because well, he's been paid. Like Debo's been that, paid, and that that's the point. There is that they're committed to Debo long term. They paid him last year, long term contract. Ayuk doesn't have that. They can pick up his fifth year option. I believe this year, right? It'll be his fifth year next year, or did they already pick it up? Do you know his contract situation on the top of your head? Uh, I do not off the top. I I know they haven't picked picked it up yet. So I no, think- they haven't they haven't given him a long term deal. But I don't know if he is an unrestricted free agent or if they have the option to sign him, and then he would hold out. And is it a franchise tag or what the situation would be? But in either case, if he were to be connected to C.J. Stroud, the Texans could afford him, no question. They could trade for him and then sign him. They have both the capital and the cap space because. Stroud's on a rookie deal. Tank Dell's on a rookie deal. Their stars are all young and don't have long-term deals. So there's room for Brandon Ayuk to get connected there. I would salivate at that opportunity because coming into the season, I couldn't think of a better offense or a better situation for him to go to. Maybe he goes to Kansas City. It was like, okay, cool. But, you know, Travis Kelsey still, you know, he already had George Kittle, Debo, and and, uh, McCaffrey. But, you know, Kelsey's going to command a lot of targets. He would unquestionably be the alpha wide receiver one in Houston and tank Dell would be the slot. You got his, his contract info pulled up. Yeah. It looks like he has the option this year. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2025. So okay. I mean, he's still on his rookie contract. So yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a chance, but at least try to go trade for him. Maybe, I mean, maybe they're looking to shop him. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to keep the good times rolling. Well, I don't know. Well, no, I mean, it's going, his contract has to get done this year. Like, like well, if yes, they're going yeah, to resign him, fair. like I just, but he's gonna, I, I don't have so much money. Yeah. But if the if the Niners win the Super Bowl, I think you're it's definitely more of a wish than a dream because it's hard for them not to just franchise tag him or tell him, hey, come back for the fifth year and we'll worry about it later and just re-roll and let's go win this thing again. You know? Yeah. I yeah. love Ayuk to the Texans would absolutely be electric. But the oh. most important question to that though, Dylan, is wouldn't that break your heart for all of the I Nico Collins love that you have? I knew it was coming. No, because I mean, have you seen how much CJ Stroud throws the ball and how well he throws the ball? I mean, it's definitely going to Nico Collins' value is going to take a hit, no doubt. But they'll take a massive. I would, I would much rather see Ayuk's value go up <laughs> than Nico's. I mean, if I'm being honest, Nico's Brandon like, Ayuk is just a better yeah. wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. No, he's he's someone. He's a superstar. And Nico Collins has been a pleasant surprise and a very good one this yes. season. Well, no surprise we have belabored the point on both jordan love and uh thank you so much for all of the uh well for listening to this much into the episode with all the walsh family we brought up a lot about my family of origin there tonight dylan kind of unequivocally but that's what the holidays do christmas family you know it's it, it all comes together we hope you we'll are talk having about a the wonderful family is that how you do it we'll talk, talk about, about the family, family. <laughs> this is like you pasta Oh my lord! You sound like you're doing a bad Mario impression. It's disrespectful. It's insubordinate and churlish. What you're doing right now? Um, This is going to be it for the Dynasty Exchange. Please join us again this Thursday. We're going to be rolling uh, through the end of the NFL regular season. 
but we're excited for the dynasty offseason to begin for many of you owners because the speculation is beginning and that's probably one of the most fun parts about being a dynasty so we will see you on Thursday The wait is over. The Shy returns May 10th on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.